0: You're listening to the Gold Derby Show on the Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby, I'm Chris Garozen. I'm Joined by Joyce and Joyce, we're doing drama. We're saving the drama. Genre. Yeah, favorite genre. F- saving the drama for a drama, as it turns out.
1: So, is it too early for you to talk about Stranger Things? Like yes. ten seconds, then.
0: I think we'll wait maybe like five minutes before i get into stranger things but i do have a predicted for multiple major uh nominations but no drama joys. we've not talked about this one very much i feel like because we just know succession is the best and we kind of like True. i so feel we like, can
1: end this right now
0: <laughs> this is great see you next week no uh it's just the best it remains the best and nothing i don't think on this list there's any chance of of really unseating it. So it does feel like a little bit of like hurry up and wait for the nominations to see how many Succession gets and how many Squid Game gets. Those are the two top shows. I could see them both being the two top nominations getters overall for the whole ceremony. And then just sit there and we'll spend about three months debating the merits of both shows and hoping Succession wins and then maybe not being surprised if Squid Game Game actually does win in the eventual show.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, uh a, like a beta version of like the crown last year when we knew like the crown was winning but like the discourse around the crown was like could it actually go seven for seven and it did whereas right. succession can't go seven for seven no it'd probably go like it could three. just win one acting category like i'm not even confident it can win all three of them that they're submitting in it has no lead actress
0: as no lead actress, and obviously, I don't think, I think of the three, I still think the supporting actress category is its toughest break, and it's not yeah. going to win there. I Even do think, yeah, I do think that just, I know uh, Lee Jong-jae won a lot in the winter for, for Squid Game, and seemingly our succession uh, father-son duo split their own votes in those cases, I would argue. Brian Cox and Jeremy Strong. It feels like- it Well,
1: Jeremy still won the Globe.
0: Yes, but not a, not the SAG.
1: Not, not SAG, Critics or Critics' Choice.
0: Yeah. And so I feel like they maybe split the vote there. Though you could argue Critics' Choice was like chasing clout on the other show uh, and on SAG. And Yeah,
1: and like the SAG win for Lee Jung j is not really spread. Like SAG is the most populous group out of all of them. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. and the Succession had three nominees in that category because SAG only has single categories for TV. Right. In- so kieran was also there so we'll get to the acting categories but so succession and
0: squid game then ozark which i've now put back in obviously had it in there made a mistake not having it in just don't care for i don't care about the show that much Would
1: you like on the very slim chance that ozark is snubbed like how vindicated would you feel for not having it for like 90 seconds not that
0: i mean somewhat vindicated but not that vindicated because i immediately ran uh right into the warm embrace of conformity and uh put it right back in so i did not uh, i did not think that i would be that vindicated but i have it in and i still have better call saul in as well no kidding but those those four i feel like are great
1: yeah i mean again i just want better call saul to win anything any category i don't care what it is I, it's not gonna win drama series no just win something
0: maybe a writing category
1: <sighs> I, that's like jesse armstrong i know that's the thing i think like, just one like any like like sound i don't care it's never even a nominee for cinematography which is insane
0: pretty nuts and i was talking to one of my friends this weekend actually and he was like oh the show is so cinematic if you think Mm -hmm. about it like and it's way more cinematic than like obi-wan as a comp because like (laughs) a lot of the marvel shows or star wars shows they do feel like uh budgetarily constrained with their effects let's say ironically (laughs) <laughs> and uh, like Better Call Saul, obviously, is not like an FX show. Uh, it's a visual effects show, not like an FX series. It's,
1: it's just like, but it's more, cinematic. Yeah, like it, like artistic, and like yeah. the way shots are set up Correct. and the the layers of meaning behind them. Right. Um,
0: so we we both have those four, and then I have Yellowstone and Severance, which are the top six in our odds.
1: Oh, you uh, put Severance back in?
0: I did put Severance back in. Somebody shamed me in the comments and said, any list that doesn't have Severance in there is invalid and i was like well i don't want to be invalid so i better throw it back in there i do love severance uh, I, here's you need the thing that much validation i do need that much validation but here's the thing i was like again we talked about this when we talked about limited series and just in general there's as you might know this Trace. there's a lot of television and yeah. it's hard for shows to break through especially new shows or old shows coming back so people are just inundated with tv so then i have to like i, I try to like What's the Galaxy Brain uh, 3D chess moves? And I look at how Apple really does seemingly push their wares incredibly well, more so than maybe some of the other streamers Netflix accepted. And so while Severance is new, I feel like it's just continually out there, like in tweets and out there just in the conversation. And while it's a new show, uh, I think it will have more staying power than something like Yellow Jackets by comparison for a twisty freshman drama on a fledgling Um. network.
1: I think, like, Severance is fine, um, because it has, and I I don't think it's as huge as something, like, let's say, like, Fleabag was three years ago, when, like, everyone was just obsessed with it, when season two dropped in May. Like, it was so quick, how it went from, like, zero to 100, like, Mm -hmm. Fleabag season two, you know, and, like, everyone was loving it, and talking about it, and, like, tweeting about it, Um, and I don't think it's, like, the the buzz on it has reached that level even when it was airing it's it felt like it slowly like grew throughout the season um and, and in April but like there's like enough uh blue check marks tweeting about it yeah. that like it's fine like between that and like if like of Apple's dramas like that like Morning Show and uh Pachinko I guess like it's it's the most safe out of those three.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think it's the one that they've spent the most time on.
1: Yes, like they know this is like their drama ticket this year.
0: Yeah. So that leads me to believe with their force, like the force of their will. And just in general, like you said, the blue checks uh, into the show. That'll help. So those are the six. Then I go a little loopy. And I think we probably differ based on I know you're I have Stranger Things. Here we go. I didn't say, the, I I didn't say stranger Things. Okay. <laughs> I had it before you did. So. You did. Uh, love this new season remain infatuated this new season it's the Netflix's biggest hit I believe they said certainly or like on pace to be uh, so that not like a lot of people have watched it and if you're a TV Academy member who hasn't watched it I'm gonna guess your kids have or friends of your kids have or grandchildren have or something like that seemingly everybody's watched this season even more so than the uh, than Obi-Wan is a comp again because it came out the same time and I think that was like a little bit of a online debate well, also like why is that exactly
1: like what it stranger things has always been popular sure, in, it, sure.
0: but it's, it's been off for so long I guess.
1: yeah it's in its fourth season like but like people were waiting for it to come back like why is it surprising that it's huge
0: <laughs> it's not that surprising i guess it's a, how huge because of how long it is and i also think the season is obviously trending darker but like it reminds me a little of i think it's actually much better than the harry potter movies not the necessarily the books uh, but it does. How the movies kept getting darker and darker as the kids got older.
1: I've never finished the full Harry Potter series, so I can't. The
0: books are good. The movies are mediocre. I watch some of them great, some of them, are yeah. Some of them are not.
1: Yeah, I watched four movies. Um, and the second one I watched completely in Spanish. Oh, good. That was in high school, and it was like after our like AP calc tests. So it was like my senior year, and then we had like a month left of school. So then my teacher was just like, "Oh, we will just watch movies." so like remember back then you had a tv on a card from the av room with the vcr sure so like wheeled that in like popped in like harry potter but he couldn't figure out how to turn it off of sap so watched the whole thing in spanish wow uh, <laughs> that's my so, harry potter detour. <laughs> so we have seven of we have
0: seven for seven now eight i've gone back and for our, my eighth show here i've gone back and forth with a lot of options choice i had euphoria in there for a while i've since taken it out had yellow jackets since taking it out had winning time since taking it out. I'm now left with this is us as my final uh, show
1: final, so you're going to keep it for the next four weeks
0: Final at the, for right this second I mean <laughs> not final not really final, you're final current
1: right number eight my current one
0: is is this is us
1: okay so because it's over
0: <laughs> well I, I think the last season had a lot of um like warm and a warm embrace I think the fans seemingly were satisfied the industry and again the coverage of the show is like at a high point people do seem to like it it's a past nominee obviously in like lower competitive seasons and I look at like shows like Yellow Jackets and Euphoria and it's you know they're kind of in the same ballpark I feel like and maybe we'll end up like if not splitting their own vote like I think there are going to be people who love Euphoria and I think there's going to be people who love Yellow Jackets. They feel a little more edgier than some of these other shows. And then you have like Winning Time. I just put in there because I feel like people like the Lakers, but I don't think that's enough. And Bridgerton, I think, is the other option. But I think the Stranger Things explosion of popularity has pushed aside Bridgerton. I think Stranger Things will end up being like the popular show, even more than Squid Game.
1: But that's not like exclusionary to Bridgerton because it's an unlimited ballot. So true, both of them. I guess I just think more people are going to submit
0: uh, This
1: Is Us. You think like some people were like, I'm voting for Bridgerton, but now that I've seen Stranger Things, yeah, they're going to Also,
0: because I think Bridgerton was like a placeholder for people who were like, I want to do put something in there that's popular. I don't think the second season was as popular as the first or as culturally uh, noisy. How many voters
1: season. do you think are nominating shows because they're popular probably a good deal like that as the reason
0: i think a good deal (laughs)
1: like how would you as a voter vote for best drama series obviously succession
0: (laughs) i would vote for my favorite so it would be succession and stranger things you
1: wouldn't vote for something because you know the show is popular
0: i wouldn't personally but i think people do. i I think people do though because they want to be like that's a cool show popular
1: i don't understand that concept like when you hear people say like i want to be on the winning team
0: yeah people want to be on the winning team that's why i think they'll vote for not bridgerton i think they'll vote for this is us but anyway what do you do you still have this is us
1: i don't have no i have bridgerton (laughs) oh you have
0: bridgerton still
1: it's my my placeholder (laughs) my number eight so yeah um i mean i can be convinced to put something else in there but i have nothing else that I feel confident in to switch it out at the moment. Cause I right. still do think like the, just the high visibility you get from being on Netflix. I mean, it was nominated last year, obviously. Right. Like still helps it, especially on an unlimited ballot. And like all these other shows you just named. And once like you did not name, like what else is there? Many. Uh, yeah. Well, many. Well, but yeah, Pachinko. Right. Um,
0: Killing Eve, many. Gilded Age, Morning Show <laughs> The Good Fight our beloved Tokyo Vice, yeah, yeah. Loki. Yeah. So. Well, that's why I think this is, don't you think This Is Us is actually pop Like, Bridgerton is popular in that inscrutable Netflix way where it's like 800 million hours have been viewed. Mm-hmm, and who yeah. knows what that actually means. This Is Us remains actually a pop, was a popular show on broadcast to its finish, right? Like, it's like, obviously it's not getting like 50 million people watching, but it had like good ratings. And I think it had like, you could argue more <laughs> a longer stay in the discourse than Bridgerton did, even if Bridgerton had a 50 billion view hours. So I don't know, I feel like you could argue that This Is Us is incredibly popular.
1: Well, yeah, like This Is Us also aired over a longer period of time, right, right. <laughs> not just one weekend. Um, I think it's just hard to, because we don't have actual numbers, but also like with This Is Us, like we have seen how it's fallen out already from drama series in more competitive years. And last year, obviously, a lot more open and it made it back in right um and this year a lot of turnover in this category yeah um so it's like can it maintain its spot when all these heavy hitters are returning and you have like new heavyweights like squid game
0: i think it can because i think that heavy the re- if you're going through and it could be whatever like you said the unlimited ballot and all these things but if you're looking at the like the seasons that it would be if if we agree on like the seven shows which we seemingly do I think the season of Bridgerton is not as successful as this last season of this is us. And so like, you could argue while it's a weaker, it's a, it's a stronger year than the last time this is us made it in. And so like, maybe it would not make it in based on that. A lot of the competition in that cat in that spot are not as strong. If that makes sense. I don't know. Like over, like the top seven shows are really strong. Like I don't think this is us can win, but I don't think there's an eighth show. That's like a slam dunk, like Bridgerton, like yellow jackets, euphoria, you know, like we said, many, many shows. They just all have, like, a little bit of a... There's, there's like, a a pro and a con to each of those. And This Is Us maybe has the least cons.
1: The thing with This Is Us too is that I think it'll always have, like, it's, like, diehard supporters or, like, have, like, it's over now. Like, I don't... I think, like, it's baseline of support never changed, but I think maybe the wider uh like if if you're like more of like casual supporter of it I think that maybe has like dissipated as like I mean that usually happens as a show like like, errors and ages because like I know like some people who just watched all six seasons right like they just love the show and I know some people who you know they like the show like from the beginning and they just kind of like stopped watching it over the years and I feel like maybe that has also happened with Academy voters as well um and also I feel like this final season, like they're very focused on getting Mandy Moore, her flowers.
0: Yeah. So look, <laughs> like,
1: seems like what they're more focused on than like drama series.
0: <laughs> certainly true. And let's go to that category. I have, I have Mandy Moore in certainly. Uh, for I do too. But this is us. My other nominees, I, I, have, I have Laura Linney up top for winning for Ozark. No offense to Zendaya who rules on euphoria and is the, is a, a reigning, somewhat reigning champion, or at least one for the last season of euphoria. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she's going to win this time, even though she was excellent on the second season. Um,
1: um, Yeah, I don't even know if, like, Laura will win, but I do have, like, Laura in first.
0: So I have Lauren Zadea. I have Melanie Linsky. Which I don't know if you've noticed this, but she's been very uh, out there.
1: Oh, yeah, she was on the last week. Or was was last week? Um, The cover variety of, of their drama. Yes. The she yes, yeah, she's yeah. had
0: a lot of profiles written about her and uh, people really love Melanie Linsky. Yeah, that's it's like her time.
1: Done. Yeah.
0: Right. So I have her in for Yellow Jackets. I think she is the, of the lead actor competitors from Yellow Jackets, including Juliette Lewis. Uh, she is the, the runaway favorite there from the show. I think she will represent the show here. And then I have Kelly Riley from Yellowstone. I have her too. And then Mandy Moore. And then Jennifer Aniston in, in my last spot for Morning Show.
1: I've thought about like dropping Jen.
0: So I thought about it too. I don't know who I would put in. The other options are obviously Killing Eve, Jodie Comer, and Sandra Oh. The final season of Killing Eve, Joy's pretty divisive. So not sure.
1: Divisive or just like-
0: Outright lows. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> not- not 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 a, not a bunch of fans around, that. not a bunch of support around that. Though I think everybody always agrees that the ca- the actresses are amazing.
1: Yeah, like they're they're innocent. They were not uh,
0: let they were let down perhaps by the way the show ended, but not the character, not themselves. Yeah,
1: and again, this is an an acting category, so right. they can they
0: could definitely like get it. in. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Coon for Gilded Age. I just feel like not a lot of people are. Ta- I love Carrie Coon so much. I just feel like not a lot of people are uh, focused on that show or talking about it.
1: No, it seems like it's just one of those shows that's just going to run for several seasons and not really touch the Emmys in like a huge way.
0: And then there's some big names here, not as big as like the best actors in a limited series uh, category. Like we were looking at the other day with the many best actress winners. So I'm like, I'm not convinced any of these other people can get in though. I I, I feel like we would have to mention Britt Lauer for, for Severance. That's a possibility. Just if Severance, if the Severance train really takes off, or pulls out of the station I guess
1: yeah I've always felt like she's more of a season two nominee
0: I think she is also probably because she was an unknown relatively unknown actor here uh, but she's great on the show and I think people really love the twist ending with her character and it kind of reframes the whole performance in a really fun way so
1: like I was like I don't know why people were so blown away by that like I think she was good in the finale but I'm like a lot I was, of I was blown away leading up to that I, I was blown away
0: uh <laughs> She's quite good on the show, I feel like. You know who she looks like? She looks like the the lead actress from Chuck. Yvonne Strahovski.
1: But like a redhead.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, so that's her best actress category, Joyce. I don't know. Nothing, I don't really have a lot here. Like you said, I think the five are pretty set, and then we'll see what the sixth is. Jennifer Ann is well, in.
1: Well, yeah. In I mean, space. like Reese Witherspoon, she got the SAG nomination, this year yes. she did not get in for season one and like gen one for season one i don't i feel like maybe that was just kind of there was just not many options for sag
0: i think so and i don't think a lot of people are talking about the morning show and i don't get the sense that even apple is putting them out there very much
1: like because they know like severance is their number one right. yeah right. um yeah julia louis uh, katrina ball so hang in in here
0: you know couldn't get that oscar nomination but
1: i mean for like what was the season six yeah <laughs> Or five six i don't know yeah uh joyce I have, I have i have
0: good news here i'm going to interrupt i just got an email
1: okay
0: hbo max for news drama series tokyo vice for a second season
1: our fave and who do you just talk to
0: <laughs> i talked to show kasamatsu who plays sato on the huge first season. backstreet boys fan <laughs> huge backstreet boys fan uh, great great show so we're very thrilled about that. So maybe season two will have it in here for a drama series, but not, not, not this year. I don't think.
1: I mean, on our dream ballot. Yes. Me.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. For sure. Uh, best
0: actor, Joyce. Uh, succession, all the way. I have Brian Cox and and Jeremy Strong, Lee Young Jae, like we've said, and Jason Bateman for Ozark, and then Sterling K. Brown, and Kevin Costner. I put in. I, I snubbed Bob Odenkirk and I snubbed Adam Scott. To Bob. And
1: um, I Yeah, I, I drop Adam and put Sterling back in because I felt weird having Mandy, but not Sterling. <laughs> yeah. Is
0: <laughs> My issue with Adam is great performance. I do wonder if there'll be any, even though he started as a drama actor, I think people think of him as like a comedy guy, foolheartedly think of him as a comedy guy. And then uh, is he going to get like a demerit because it's like, he's just a comedy guy doing drama type of thing even though we know that's not real because he was a drama actor first basically
1: so i just think it um the the acting style on that show and just the the kind of the structure of the show and the whole premise setup is not the type that we see voters like typically go for
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know um it's it's like very restrained not that they haven't like nominated those types of performances before but it's just a like it's very like sphinx-like for a lot and like they're you know he's very confused he reminds his... me
0: i mean the show also this i'm not the first to say this but he specifically reminds me of jim carrey in internal sunshine the way he his performance is like that too very mm-hmm. muted and like kind of like yeah. hangdog. and people don't yeah. really love watching that i don't think sometimes
1: yeah i think if like severance like gets even like blows up like for, for season two then like he'll get in so uh I don't know. Like, it'll be cool if he got in because he's never been nominated before.
0: So, so. do you have Odin in?
1: Yes. I can't betray Bob.
0: So, I'm betraying him know. for Costner. The cost.
1: I, <laughs> I know I have Kelly Riley in, but not Kevin Costner. Uh,
0: th- our beloved uh, best director presenter, uh, Kevin Costner. For so
1: many years. Uh, but, like, not as lengthy in the 90s, his presentations of best director. No no he's like like tv episodes now he went longer this year yes
0: yeah uh anybody else here i had john t Riley for a long time joyce not gonna lie put him out i love him so much but i just think the fact that it's a tweener performance between comedy and drama again i think will kind of maybe hurt him a little even though he's great on winning time
1: um yeah, I never had a man,
0: so. What about your boy, Stumpfer, your boy, Tom Hillston?
1: He's great, but I think I'm just concentrating on like the music categories and like cinematography and production design for Loki. Um, but, you know, it's a great performance. You know, he's been playing his character for over a decade now. And the whole premise of the show allows him to, uh, play an old version of Loki, you know, post or like right after Battle of New York, when he's like unchanged, um, but still take him in new directions because of the TVA and like the different timelines. And it's still, he is, you know, still on a path of like finding himself and like, he's he's different by the end of the season. And then he sees like, you know, he meets a version of himself and then he learns that like he himself is annoying, which I think is like the best part. Yeah. Like someone, like, like that kind of character.
0: <laughs> it's you great. It, I, it remains my favorite Marvel show.
1: Yeah, okay. it's great. It's, I think it's also the most like um, cohesive of the Marvel shows. Like even like WandaVision, yes. But I think because it was like paying homage to TV, it got to change every week. You know, so it's not consistent all the way through, like, Loki is.
0: WandaVision also, I think, my my impression of Loki is that it fully stuck the landing six episodes really tight. WandaVision had, I think, nine episodes. And yeah. I don't think anybody really fondly remembers the finale. Like, yeah. it's fine.
1: But, yeah. like, that, not that as good as like, the
0: rest of the show. That,
1: uh, that battle at the yeah. end. Yeah. And, like, the battles in Loki are with words. He yeah. Use uses his words.
0: yes. I uh, remain disappointed that Katherine Hunt did not show up in Doctor Strange too. I feel like she was like should have been. Um. Like as a as an wow. R version or something. Oh. No. Maybe a deleted I scene. I, I mean, I
1: think it's enough just to have like Wanda in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Choice should we do supporting actress here?
1: Supporting actress. Um, so I've I...
0: got Julia Garner for Ozark, then Sarah Snook for Succession. Uh, Jung Ho-yeon for Squid Game, J. Smith Cameron for Succession, Christina Ricci for Yellow jacket, Sydney Sweeney for Euphoria, Sadie Sink for Stranger Things.
1: You finally put her in.
0: I did. And Millie Bobby Brown for Stranger Things.
1: You're doing double Stranger Things when they didn't get a single acting nomination last time.
0: Yes, <laughs> I'm bringing back. No Rhea Seahorn, no Patricia Arquette, no Juliana Margulies. Those are my other options, but I went with the Stranger Things gals.
1: Okay, sure
0: great show no notes every episode perfectly length and edited so that's the first I talked
1: to um Courtney Cox yes and we bonded over yeah. how TV shows should just be 30 minute episodes she was like I don't need things to be 40 minutes and I'm like I feel ya
0: well I got bad yeah. news for Courtney Stranger Things 90 minutes and no. every minute it counts
1: 30 minutes I have a friend in my corner so <laughs> we win
0: um, uh, Sadie Singh is awesome so I'll stump again here Uh, great she has a great episode season four it's all like focused on her character almost and has like really emotional moments uh and ends with like the most memeable moment of the season which is the kate bush music cue that has spawned thousands and thousands i
1: I can't deal with thousands
0: of kate bush stuff so that i have her in and then millie bobby brown i have in because she doesn't have a lot to do this season but the finale is really focused on 11 and i think she does a really good job with like kind of bring her back. I also could see, I don't know where I guess he would be a supporting actor contender. But Jamie Campbell Bauer, I think, is the is the man. And we'll talk about uh the
1: man. You mean well instead
0: God. of David Harper. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I think I think uh I think he could get in as well. But anyway, those are my eight. We'll see. I, I I'm holding hope for Sydney Sweeney. That's all I'll say. Keeping I'm I'm keeping the torch lit.
1: Okay. Um I thought, I set Sarah in first. I don't think she's winning, but I need to back her. Um, she's obviously getting in. I think Julia will probably win um, her third, which is kind of crazy because she's 28. <laughs> She'll have three Emmys. Um, I have Ho-Yan, um, JSC. I still have Rhea, Seorn. I don't know. Eva Keeper. I've, I've kept her, I think like almost every time and she's never gotten in. So maybe I should drop her and then she'll get in. Um, I have Christina and I have Patty and Kim joo Um Yeah. So a I double have squid double squid
0: game. Yeah, Yeah, I have
1: double squid game and double succession.
0: And then uh, Patty Arquette for, for because we're best friends here. We could call her Patty for uh, Severance. Really fun performance. I just, I don't know. The character, you're not rooting. I always go back to, are you rooting? Do you like the character? not sure you really like her character and she's not like deliciously villainous enough to no and it's kind
1: of I don't know like I just like knew she was like his neighbor like just because you just never saw her Mm -hmm. for like the entirety of the episode like her face when he was talking yeah and I'm just like okay that's gotta be like her outie
0: there was no like real twist there and then she's doing, and then like the,
1: the slow reveal I'm like okay yeah
0: whatever she's got the, like, um, the affectation of her voice slightly different
1: yeah and then uh but you know you you said you were impressed by oscar isaac's uh dual rose in- i was
0: i'm not mm-hmm. as impressed with patty arquette's
1: okay
0: oscar isaac has the, two different voices like accent work
1: is that it that it
0: i'm like he looks british dude and then like a non-british dude <laughs> so patty arquette maybe season two she could get an accent she I can t- talk with a British accent.
1: I mean, people usually like phase out like an accent, like Elizabeth Olsen, and you know, like what ha- what happened to Wanda's like Sokovian accent? Just doesn't like, exist. You don't usually it's... see people gain an accent. No,
0: but maybe. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's what I got there. I, this is a very crowded. Again, this is one of those categories you could tell me like any number of people get in. I I don't have her predicted, obviously, and I would not, but Sally Field for Winning Time, I could easily see getting in, based on name recognition alone, and she has a death scene, and she's, like, really memorable in her, like, five or six scenes.
1: Yeah, she's not actually in it a lot.
0: She's not, but she's Sally Field, and I'm like, I could see her getting in, honestly. I don't Um, think she will, but I could see it. I could see, like, something like one of these, you know, like, I don't know, Andrea Martin from Evil, or, like, you know, one of those shows getting in here. One of the Bridgerton gals.
1: Bridget King got only got like reggae last year, or so I know, I know. it's. I, I don't know like how, like, the thing with Stranger Things and acting is like they've never overperformed in an acting, and then like they dropped David and Millie so, Bobby Brown. So,
0: here's but, why I was thinking they could this year is because a the timing of it was actually right on, right? It came right at the end here. And so it's like top of mind and it's definitely the most popular show at the moment taking up all available oxygen online. And so if people are like paying attention to that at all and like, even if they're like, oh, I want to check out what the Sadie Sink episode is, I think if they actually watch it because the visibility is so high that would get her in perhaps. And then Millie Bobby Brown would just be like a name check.
1: But they didn't name check her last time.
0: But I think it was more maybe competitive last time, I would say. I don't know. It just feels <laughs> like there's, well, if there's more, there's more, not newcomers but there's less recognizable names this time maybe
1: i mean they could easily just go back to fiona shaw like i don't have her in but i'm not going to be surprised if fiona shaw gets.
0: i don't that. have her because i again I'm not as into the last season of killing
1: but it. again completely irrelevant when it true, comes to that true is true they, they could just not even
0: watch it and just be like yeah, like your last yeah.
1: um they yeah i mean like Jung yun she's in seventh i don't know like i i i I get i feel like you know severance just really took the spotlight from pachinko like they they overlap for several weeks but i felt like all the hype for pachinko was like the premiere yes and it's a I very it. good show um also i would not recommend binging it it's like it's heavy
0: <laughs> yeah that's the other thing with like uh we talked about that, I think, with like Underground Railroad style. Like that's a show that maybe not you should yeah. not have waited. That's
1: a weekly release. I know, I know.
0: But I'm saying if you were waiting around to binge it,
1: yeah. Poor choice. Yeah, I would I would probably watch or like watch an episode a day if you really wanna get through it. But I don't know if you binge it in a whole day. Um there's oh there's the your favorite show, This is us, Chrissy Metz down in 22nd place. <laughs> Former nominee,
0: former nominee, but I don't think she's gonna get in. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the, the acting conversation was around uh, Sterling and Man- uh, Mandy. I don't
1: even think it's around Sterling at all. Like this is um, from, like well, definitely Mandy. I, I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's actually been a, about Sterling since the first season. But like people just love him, right? And like he's like the reliable like nominee for them, right? But it's definitely been about Mandy.
0: About Mandy and yeah, so I don't know uh, for supporting actor Joyce. I think we have like similar ones here, probably Matthew McFadden and Kieran Culkin and Nicholas Braun and Alan Ruck. So we got four Succession guys. We got Billy Crudup for the morning show, uh, John Turturro for Severance, and then two Better Call Sauls: Giancarlo Esposito and Jonathan Banks. That's my uh, list here.
1: You're still anti Squid Game in here. I am. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our only difference.
0: Right. So, so who do you have in instead of, so you have uh, o, Young, Oh Young So, and then who do you have out? John Turturro. Oh, you have Turturro out. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. I mean, I'd say yeah. of the, that's eight, he's probably the most vulnerable, but
1: I, I mean, I'm not even confident in like Jonathan Banks or, I mean, maybe a little bit more John Carlos since they just seem to nominate him for anything now. Better call Saul. <laughs> Mandalorian doesn't matter.
0: Doesn't matter. That's why, uh, I, that's honestly I why I haven't this
1: time and yeah. dropped Jonathan, so. uh,
0: people I could have put in that I did not uh Adrian Brody for Winning Time
1: who you're talking to
0: so love that love that for me love that for him great great actor
1: but so after you talk to him you'll put him in yeah of
0: course David Harper for Stranger Things he actually has a couple of really great monologues I think the issue with him being nominated here would be that in the final calculus when you look back on the season the stuff with Hopper this is not going to make any sense to you because you're not watching it. But the stuff with Hopper, he's in like a Russian prison camp and it doesn't really connect to anything that's happening with the rest of the main story. And even though it's like spread out over seven episodes so far, all the action in the Russian prison camp feels like it's taking place in like one day. And so it's kind of like a little insignificant.
1: As I talked to uh, someone who you also know on Friday, she was like, they could have just cut all the Joyce and Hopper stuff out and go straight into season five with them.
0: Uh, not wrong. I think there's a couple of great Hopper scenes. I don't think that of the stuff this season, the Joyce stuff is definitely the least compelling. Joyce is in, in, in a. True to me. True to you, Joyce is on a in a in, in Alaska with her friend um, uh, Murray, who is played by Brett Gelman, and then they get kidnapped by Russian agents. And. Um. um
1: but you're the only person I know who loves the separate storyline. So I know several people who've watched the show by That's now great. and they are not into that aspect of it. Cause it's like, they know they're like, eventually they're all going to come back together by the end of the season.
0: Great. So Love.
1: like, and, and like not all of the separate plots work and the different locations.
0: So here's how we break down uh, the main Hawkins stuff remains the best. So that, and that
1: everyone agrees about that.
0: And that this year is, Sadie Sink, Joe Keery, like it's like the main characters minus like the leads honestly which is actually really funny and it's interesting to me because like they seem like they're the group of actors who are most into the show at this point compared to like the really famous actors like you'd have to say like Millie Bobby Brown, David Harbour and Winona Ryder are like the top of the call sheet right and then everybody else and then so if everybody else is really into it i feel like and great so that's great in Hawkins then you have in California 11 and Mike and uh will that stuff's pretty good actually and the 11 stuff i think is really compelling she ends up in like a uh area 51 i guess in some kind of prison i don't know uh <laughs> so that stuff's pretty good and then you have hopper in russian prison his stuff in the prison is okay and then you have joyce flying to save hopper that stuff is the least compelling so that's that's how i break it down and they do spend most of the time in hawkins to be perfectly honest so it's not that
1: yeah, bad. the people i know are like into all this, but stories so they
0: got to get on my wavelength choice that's it no (laughs) that's it the show rules Well,
1: see, the other thing is it's like you know the people like you just mentioned when you were like the more the most famous people they're original cast members like Winona Ryder already has a hard enough time trying to get a nomination right as an original cast member and are like definitely the most famous person when the show started sure and you know people like Jamie and Sadie they were cast additions later on in the show so it's like, and remember like we talked about this, like for season two, people were like, no, it's not like nominee. The not. I happen. felt
0: not real though to me. Personally. That did not
1: happen.
0: <laughs> I don't think that was gonna happen. <laughs> that at was
1: all. a that was like it, like their entire like phase one campaign, like Noah.
0: I, I didn't believe that at all. The the Sadie saying stuff I could believe. I think she's like re- legitimately good. And like you have Winona Ryder comparing her like Meryl Streep. She's like the Meryl Streep of her generation. That was what I mean. Winona I do
1: Ryder. think it helps Sadie that she's a lot, well not a lot, but like several years older than Noah was back then.
0: Right. And I think she's got a little more visibility than Noah outside of Stranger Things because she was like in the Taylor Swift video.
1: I mean, I don't think people care about that, but sure. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that <laughs> you care
1: know. about that. I do.
0: So who do you have here, Joyce? You have that, that's it. You have, you have Oh o- o- Young So and that's it, the same group.
1: Yes. And so you moved Matthew the first after my like Kieran Culkin is being smart. Yes. Theory. So. I I think
0: Matthew, you, you actually said this, I think first way back when, is that Matthew's the type of performance that doesn't win anything, but like one Emmy. It's not going to win like any precursor stuff.
1: Yeah, And I also love the, like sometimes like the Emmys, like just have like their faves that they award sometimes multiple times. And like these people uh, don't get awarded at other places. Like, you know until hacks like like Jean Smart fell into that boat she had three Emmys right and you know now she's like swept everything for hacks but you know she won her fourth Emmy for hacks and but like she was like an Emmy queen um you know Regina King she has four Emmys she's never been nominated at SAG you know and I feel
0: like with Matthew and, and with Tom specifically this was so clearly the Tom season and I think if you're ever going to give him an Emmy for this character, this would obviously be the time. If he doesn't win here, I have a hard time believing that he'll have as good of a season in season four. I mean, it would be great, but- he could because now- He could because of like the way it ended, but also the way succession has worked in the past, I feel like, certainly going between seasons two and three. I feel like Jesse Armstrong is very aware of what the audience thinks of the characters and the allegiances to the characters. And then immediately like kind of just like, throw cold water on that. You could argue like the show was definitely very Kendall focused in season two and ended with like Kendall on top. And then season three systematically dismantled Kendall Kendall throughout the whole season, right? Like he was either uh, completely uh, hateful or embarrassing and or completely sidelined for half of the season. You know what I mean? Like he was not as prominently figured in the narrative. This last season was much more uh, uh, Roman and Tom focused. Well,
1: I think, like, the theory that everyone had was, is, like, every season will, like, pre- like, focus on, like, one of the siblings as the potential heir. So, like, season one was supposed to be Kendall, and then, like, season two was more Shiv-focused, and then everyone was, like, season three will be Roman. Um, and, yeah, like, definitely towards the end with, like, all the maps and stuff. Right. You know, so now, like, with Tom helping out Logan, everyone's, like, season four is gonna be Tom.
0: I don't believe that. I could see it not happening. I don't know. I don't think it'll happen. I don't think it's going to be as easy. I don't think it'll be as obvious as that.
1: No. And like Jesse is always kind of not like outright denied it, but just, you know, like, like he's, uh, he's like hedged like his answers about that. It's just like, you know, like people can think like whatever they want to think or, you know, whatever. So, and yeah, I don't really think like season three because season three was so much about, you know, like Kendall um betraying logan and then like he was definitely like off on his own um so i don't think it was like as super roman focus as some people especially like while season two was airing like people thought season three would be because season two was like very shift because obviously he was like you're you're gonna I, it's you you know in the beginning and the, the season two premiere
0: <laughs> i think it is i don't know i think it is roman focus because you have like so you have in the beginning obviously they're untangling the kendall stuff but then like once four five six hit you have like the yeah
1: like like the back end yeah
0: the back end is very roman focused and like roman ascendant and then roman taken down i mean he has like the best yeah. he has but the like, best arc yeah possibly. like he like
1: it's still like it's over right i mean i guess it always ends with them it's over for them at the end but it's not like the entire season was about like
0: no <laughs> roman no but it's not like the second season was all about shit either. I don't know. I feel like Kendall. Yeah, but it, like
1: literally in the premiere, he's like, It's you. Right. In the Summer Palace. Right.
0: Yeah. I guess And that's then
1: true. she fucks it up. Like, <laughs> oh,
0: she's like a permanent fuck. She up. just can't get out her own way. She's the permanent He
1: needs the credit for it. She like, yeah. Tell everyone it's me. <laughs> it's amazing.
0: Oh, that was the best. That episode. The show, what a great show, Choice. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I was looking at a list. I think. um I think it was James Andrew Miller did for Puck. He ranked like every succession episode. Was it him or whatever? Let me look this up quick. Uh, Yeah, it was. And he, uh, I didn't agree with a lot of his picks. He really kind of like uh, went down on uh, season three. He was not as high on season three as I think I was. Um. And I'm like, is that a thing that people did not like season three? Because I feel like when it was airing, we were all like, this is the greatest thing in the world.
1: What, did he have like all nine episodes, like the bottom nine or something?
0: I'm looking now if I can load it up. So his number 20, I'll just read through this. This is the the newsletter site Puck, uh, you need a subscription for this choice, which I, of course I have. Uh, the Disruption was his la- le- lowest ranked episode, season three, episode three, when wow. Kendall gets publicly drubbed by both Shiv and a late night comedy host. That's a, that's a wrong, that's already, you're starting off on a wrong foot. Yeah, no. twenty eighth That, that ends up the raid reward.
1: and Nicholas Patel's I know. Score.
0: <laughs> then the 28th best episode, season three, episode two, Mass in the Time of War, where Shib is offered Waystar presidency and Kendall works as a new legal team. That is definitely a filler episode, but I don't think it's like the worst no, it was the one. the
1: second episode, the, but that had like the scene in um, his daughter's bedroom.
0: Yep. And then season, yeah. then the third worst episode, according to him. This is James Andrew Miller and Puck. Uh, Secession, season three, episode one. So already like his bottom three, the first three of season three. And then the next, the 26th episode, uh, Too Much Birthday, which I completely disagree <laughs> with. That's like one of the top 10.
1: Oh my God, iconic episode. All bangers all the time. And
0: then the 25, season three, episode six when logan spear hunts the uh what it takes where logan Uh-oh. spear hunts spearheads the hunt for a next GOPK. i would say that's
1: um i mean but justin kirk oh. right
0: amazing episode i love I that understand. episode it's really yeah. good so then he's got all of those then uh 23 so 24 was lifeboats season one episode three and then 23 was lying in the meadow with josh aronson completely yeah. wrong got yeah. james andrew miller if you happen to be watching this talk to us next time you do a succession list because uh you got some weird weird ideas bro okay. uh <laughs> Let me see. We'll go to the top. I'll, I'll just read you off the top 10 while we're here. Uh, number one is the season one finale. Okay. Number two is the season uh, three, three finale.
1: Okay. And, and number three, two finale? <laughs> yes.
0: And then the number four is the season one penultimate episode with the Shiv's wedding, uh, prenuptial and then number five and six are Justies and Turnhaven, which is what made me think of this. I
1: love no, our Jesse's. That's that's actually that's my a favorite great episode run. of season two, underrated episode.
0: Seventh best episode, according to this list, is uh, uh, Shantishire. Um, season three, episode eight, where Kendall ends up drowning and people spent a week talking about whether he was dead, myself included. Uh, number eight is Hunting, season two, episode three, which I, I think, think is so. Boar on the Floor, right? Yes. And number nine, which side are you on? Which is one of my personal favorites when Lo- Kendall is left running down the street trying to uh, usurp uh, Logan. And Logan's like, fuck off, you lost.
1: <laughs> it's <best>. So sweaty.
0: <laughs> Just the best and the 10th best return, season two, episode seven, where Rhea takes on Shiv and Kendall finds himself face to face with the aftermath of his car accident.
1: Mm, okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a, a good episode for Jeremy.
0: Yeah. So that's the top 10 according corn But like I said, that was all, a lot of the season three. Almost half the season is the bottom of this list. And I just don't believe that. I think season three was great.
1: Yeah, I would rank most like season one episodes towards the bottom.
0: I would say personally- I still love season
1: one, but I think season two and three are so much stronger.
0: I would say personally, the season one does not really actually kick in and work for me until which side are you on? I found like that to be the yeah, best. That's like the turning people, point
1: episode. So in my experience, especially like during like lockdown, like two years ago, when people were like starting to watch succession or like catching up on succession, and even like when season two was airing and I was telling my friends to watch it, and they were like, Do I have to watch season one? And I say yes. And then I think I've said this before, but I think people watch the show the wrong way because like I think they want them to be like well, I'm like, no, they're just assholes. Mm-hmm. But like you do like get invested in them and you they eventually become likable to you because you care about what they're going through even though they're complete assholes yeah. um but yeah the first and I tell them like it it like picks up like halfway through season one so then it's like they they try to like force themselves to get there to watch it and then like they watch it and they love it but it's I don't like he- not immediately he- invested in, in like from the pilot because like they're dicks <laughs>
0: I found that like it's funny like the pilot definitely feels like a pilot to me. Mm-hmm, Obviously yeah. they all look different like Shiv is dressed like granola basically they got her in like chunky linen, chunky sweaters and like her long hair it just looks so strange and she's like the the liberal one right basically in that calculus and roman And is, that's
1: also why people think like Shiv is the good one because she's like the woman and like the most yeah. the moderate liberal and it's like no she's just as bad as all but of them. the funny
0: thing is i think in the pilot she was the good one like i i think the pilot she the, the way they set him up in the pilot is not like really how the yeah show i is know but online. like
1: especially in season two like when she actually like you you really see how in dc you oh see yeah like she's a
0: horrible yeah, person
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: uh I love Roman in the f- pilot. I found like incredibly awful, like to not, a, not a fun, awful, just awful, awful. Like they really did a great job of like adjusting these characters, but I think the, the premise of the show or the, 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 thing I love about succession, I feel like certainly in season two and especially season three is the way it just builds so much momentum. And it's just such a thrilling watch, even though like nothing is happening in air quotes, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like an action show and the season one, when episode six is like, they got the tone and the pace like exactly right because it's like so thrilling watching Kendall try to get back for the board meeting uh to, to...
1: I always say I have no idea what they're talking about but I care so much
0: oh my god and he's like running down the street and breaking up and like Romulus put your hand <laughs> it's like so good uh just, just
1: like, coming back from Long Island I'm like this is it's just
0: the best it is really a great episode and from there and it ends with that great shot of like Jeremy in the street just like <laughs> destroyed uh just a fantastic way to like launch into the final four episodes and so like, yeah, I, I do think that's when the season picks up. But season two, unimpeachable season three, I think is the best season, my baby. yet. I love season three. I thought it was so good. So
1: I love season three. I know some people have some issues with season three because I think they wanted more of a war between Logan and Kendall, which I never really expected.
0: Well, that's um, how they set it up. I mean, that's definitely how they set up the season. Yeah, for right? sure.
1: But I, I don't it's sort of like like the hacks thing, like um I didn't expect them to like drag out like the email either, and I like that they didn't do that. like
0: well, they kind of did though with hacks, right? They made it a whole season long run, yeah, but
1: no, I mean like Jean or Deborah finding out about it.
0: Oh, yeah, they did not keep that a secret, yeah, that's yeah. true. that's
1: true. also, like they just mentioned like the lawsuit as a joke, really, so right right yeah, it's like she finds out, and then it's like, I'm suing you, so that's a great way to handle it. like it's not something like hanging over the season, right so. It's just like a way of like subverting expectations,
0: right? Uh, Joyce, this is great. I love, I love when we get to talk about Succession. This is makes this is makes the Emmy season so much better already. I feel like that we're back into our Succession mode. I'll no be, one
1: listened to this part at all. So. No, they
0: will get the they hope you stuck with it. James Andrew Miller, I appreciate your work. You're a great guy. Just rethink season three of Succession. That's all I'm saying.
1: That, that's just your opinion, man.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> We got. I, I'm excited. I mean, I'm really excited for when the nominations come out. And we can get to see the guest Emmys uh, for these categories. I, I'm very excited.
1: Well, I mean, we could do that with the the ballots. Yeah. So.
0: Maybe next time, Joyce. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see the guest submissions. Yeah.
0: All right. This is fun, Joyce. Talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs> for all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to GoldDerby.com and follow us on social media at GoldDerby.